0: Are bugles considered chips? Is Wagyu beef worth it? And what has my guest been up to lately? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to The Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus, and today is a very special episode because joining me for his 10th Count them tenth appearance, making it double digits here on the podcast. Please welcome a good friend of mine and a longtime guest here on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Mr. John Wright. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful.
1: Thank you for having me again. It
0: is of course ten times, yeah, double digits. We've talked about so much stuff. We reviewed a lot of stuff. Talking about a lot of food and a lot of your trips, you know, and a lot of the episodes you've been on have taken up a good amount of time yes, <laughs> the, of the total amount of time that has been recorded i should definitely calculate how long many hours how many hours and minutes and probably days Yeah, because at this point this yeah. is episode 148 yeah so i'm we're getting close to three
1: years. Ten, ten times two hours at least and i know we've gone over two hours exactly per- most of our episodes that's 20 hours so we've got at least a day under our belts exactly so
0: it's like you get two more two hour ones and then there we go yeah that that's what that's what we're going for and then i
1: can say that i mean we've got some three and four hour ones or pushing up to four hour ones so we're we're there we got
0: to get there one day yeah
1: this the whole
0: the whole nine yards yeah so what we're going to start off with first is that we both love food we like talking about food And we both like reviewing some food. Now, these two things I have not had before. And you said that you haven't had either of these flavors. I have not. So, we're going to go ahead and dive into these two flavors of Bugles. Now, first question I wanted to ask you as we look at these. Do you consider Bugles as a chip? Mmm. Or are they? Because on the bag, it says crispy corn snack. But they're always with the chips. Yeah. They're in the same chip bag. They got the same crunch. It's mm. basically just fold a Dorito. If you fold a Dorito like this, it's the same thing.
1: This is an interesting question. Would you consider Bugle a chip? Maybe an edible cornucopia? I don't see that on the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if I would consider that a
0: chip. Because it's still crunchy and it's, like, it's made out of the same stuff like Doritos or corn yeah.
1: chips. What constitutes a chip? Does it have to be a certain shape? Because I think, like, you know, you've got tortilla sh- chips that are shaped as bowls. Yeah, or, Tostitos. Or
0: and just then those the flat circles. They have the this, rounds. This is just a... Doritos or triangle. like
1: yeah. This is just a mixture between the scoops and the Doritos, you know? It's a cold Yeah,
0: like, they this could... could this is a chip. And this is a good dipping chip, just like the bowl ones from Tostitos, because you can get a lot of yeah. stuff in these holes, you yeah. know? And none of it will fall through.
1: Because exactly. it's not
0: a hole all the way through; it's it's just like a little ice cream cone.
1: Yeah,
0: that's all it is, and just dip, and then there you a go. You savory
1: know? ice cream cone. <laughs> that's basically, what bugles are. But I think it's a chip.
0: Yeah, I would also consider it a chip, just because of its chip nature and that it's so much like when I open open one of these flavors. So the first bag we got. I mean, I've only had regular bugles. I don't think I've had. Oh, any other flavor? Give <laughs> you a whiff of that.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> there was many different flavors in there.
0: So, the first one we're going to go with is nacho cheese. Mm. We're going with nacho cheese bugles. Um, are you a nacho cheese chip guy?
1: Yeah. Like I Doritos? Com- yeah, I would consider myself. Well, are you? So, with
0: Doritos, nacho mm. cheese or Cool Ranch?
1: Um, There's... Opportunities where both of them are necessary. So, um, I think Cool Ranch is a better snack, but regular Doritos are better to cook with.
0: Understandable. Because my mom has made a nacho cheese Dorito casserole. Yeah, my grandmother makes one. It's really good. Have you ever tried it with Cool Ranch Doritos? Yeah, and it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's the cheese element. It is. Because if you do the ranch, it's just too much yeah. i think it's overpowered yeah it it is but i mean unless you want to do like half half nacho cheese half cool ranch and satisfy anybody who wants the cool ranch ones i guess but
1: but i feel like that at that point you would eat them with things that you eat ranch with you know like maybe crush them up and put them on your pizza i've never tried that but like could be true something.
0: like a pepperoni and cool ranch yeah dorito pizza something
1: like that could be which was probably pretty good yeah. honestly i don't know what else you eat ranch with celery but i wouldn't you know that does that doesn't that yeah. match that's not on the same exactly
0: structure. i mean you can't put cool ranch doritos on your salad unless yeah, you wanted to do that <laughs> yeah like put that with your carrots
1: it's difficult
0: but these are nacho cheese bugles. Yeah. i'm also bigger on nacho cheese yeah. than like i can eat nacho cheese just regular but i do i do agree with you that cool ranch are really good as a snack yeah and also they're cleaner because yeah, well, once you eat nacho cheese Doritos, you get the, the, the chitty thing. Fang- the, 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 the chitty. <laughs> 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 it's been
1: a long day. No, I understand. I the understand. Cheeto
0: fingers.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, the chitty fingers <laughs> that I was talking
1: about. Dorito and the
0: Cheeto is what you were mixing
2: <laughs> I think. The Cheeto
0: fingers that you get <laughs> when you get Cheetos, you get that from Doritos too. So. I lost my train of <laughs> when I did that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to try some nacho cheese bugles. Oh. Okay.
1: you one of them things. Oh, this one's... That's a really wrapped one. This almost looks like a Dorito. <laughs> okay. It That's basically right. looks
0: like that because it's like folded in. Yeah. You fold a Dorito like how people fold pizza and eat it.
1: You know? Is that all this is? Is it where we eating Doritos? I,
0: I don't think so. It's made by somebody else, so I don't know really crunchy nah. I like that does it have a a smoky flavor
1: no I taste chili
0: that's what that is
1: I taste a little bit of like Frito chili some, yeah
0: yeah. tastes just like Frito chili but as a chip it's not bad no, it's pretty good very interesting though
1: So, mm. it's got a funky smell, though. It does. Um, <laughs> you gotta think about how your breath gonna smell. Oh, that's for true. Because this stuff is
0: pungent. pungent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is it's the word. Quite pungent. So, mm. what are you thinking on like scale of zero to a hundred with no decimals? So definitely above a fifty.
1: Yeah, definitely above a fifty, but it, I'm gonna dock some points for the the pungency. Like, Um, would you...
0: Is this a chip that when you go to a gas station, would you look at it and say, hey, I want those?
1: If I'm on a road trip by myself, yeah. I'll eat that late at night and not feel too guilty about it. But if I'm, like, at a movie on a date, hell no. No. (laughs) No. No. It's a... But when you go to Walmart and
0: you're like, I gotta buy groceries... mm Would bugles be on the list? No. Okay. I so wouldn't even that. so it's like in that 60s and seventies range. Yeah,
1: low seventies, I think. Um, I'd probably go to seventy two. Okay.
0: I was kind of thinking around the same area. I was thinking seventy-six, mm-hmm. which is a seventy-four. Yeah. Because it's not it's not bad. And I agree with you every part of that, that if I wanted, you know. If somebody, if I go inside the gas station and like, if I had like a bunch of people in the car and they're like, oh, get some chips or whatever, this is what I would consider one of those because yeah. it's like, it's good. It's a good, like you said, it's a good uh, snack to have in the car while you're driving. Yeah. But it's not one that I'm just going to watch, you know. You don't want to be close to anybody who's eating. Exactly. Things. And I'm not going to sit at home by myself watching Captain America eating a bag of bugles or something you know (laughs) like i'm gonna eat something else you know but 74 seems like a good score Mm -hmm. to get that and we got a second bag of also bugles. if i can open it it's a different flavor and the reason i asked oh smell that they got a weird smell to them
1: Mm. doesn't even smell like ranch
0: no it smells like bugle
1: just pure chip
0: um I asked you about nacho cheese and Cool Ranch because mm-hmm. the second flavor is just straight up ranch. They are oh they are very white. Pale. It looks like they put like the, the ranch seasoning on these chips. Yeah, there's
1: almost no smell to them. It's like cardboard.
0: <laughs> it smells like well, it smel- well There's a hint. Of ranch? A hint of ranch. It smells like somebody these were made when ranch was in the room. Yeah and that was the it's like a a seltzer yeah they smell like ranch because they were associated with it bugle ranch seltzer yeah Yeah. so here we go for ranch cheers on that
1: Mm. oh Mm. oh there's always got to be that one
0: Mm. it really hits you like five seconds after you bite it yeah it's like, a, like you're get. Oh, you're getting that funky aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Nacho cheese had a pungent smell. These have a pungent aftertaste. Yeah,
1: and no smell. These are like the inverse. Yeah. So you won't have mm. bad breath, but... No, gonna, I still feel like my breath is going to
0: stick. <laughs> but you're going to have a bad aftertaste later. Yeah. It's like eating raw onions. It is. I wonder if there's onions in this. Undoubtedly. There is a bold barbecue flavor, and I do think those probably would be good. These have dried buttermilk. Vegetable oil, salt, 2% or less of dried buttermilk, and whey. Yeah, this one's got whey. They have protein. They do? Six grams for the whole bag. I don't want to keep eating them because I'm just hungry. I guess. Yeah, i I don't want them
1: anymore. I don't either, but like the nacho cheese, there. the nacho cheese are way better. This is I think. this is where you eat bugles, where they're there. I might as well.
0: That, that's their slogan. Yeah, bugles, they're there. <laughs> is that in the commercial? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they said who should eat bugles? Nobody would <laughs> be the answer to that question. Who should eat bugles? Anyone. So zero to one hundred, less than nacho cheese lower than a 70 mm-hmm. so not a road trip snack mm-hmm.
1: i wouldn't even look at that in the gas station but it's
0: not i'm not gonna try that again like there's a con there's a a constitute of a certain number that you go to in my opinion that when you get into the 40s yeah is men it's when it makes
1: you sick you right? get
0: closer or, to spitting it out yeah when I rate anything below a twenty, means I can't even yeah, eat yeah. or drink it because it smells so bad, or it tastes god awful. The stuff that's like vomit flavored or whatever, you know. Yeah. Or like the really bad bean boozled ones, you know. <laughs> um, I would still put this in the sixties. I'm gonna go high fifties. Oh. You're going in the fifties.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, where? I was thinking fifty-eight. Oh, God. I was still thinking, like, 61. <laughs> mm. Like, I... I'll, I'll go 59. I'll meet you halfway. Okay, so we'll go, what, 60. 60? 60. Yeah. That makes sense. That's an even 60. Yeah. Because it's like... It's not bad. I don't want them again. Yeah. But I'm not to the point where if somebody said, ooh, should I get these? I'm going to say,
1: I didn't like them, but that's up to you i think that should be our 60 threshold that i'm not gonna get them again yeah that's that's usually what i do
0: is the threshold once you get into the mid to high 60s is like if somebody gave it to me that's the threshold of if somebody gave it to me i'd eat it but if i went and bought it i wouldn't buy it yeah it's that kind of area where i don't want them like there's different candies for you probably that's the same way where if somebody gave it to me i'd eat it but if I went to the gas station and saw it. I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why would I want ranch bugles? Exactly. Yeah. But nacho cheese bugles. I mean, they're 14 points higher. Total. Like that's. I, th- I think that's well deserved in my mm-hmm. opinion. So. Yeah. Nacho cheese bugles at 74 and ranch at a 60. Yeah. Fold them things up. Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter if you fold them up. They, they got don't some smell. Stank. The ranch don't smell. It's just I. Yeah. I taste it now. So. So, after all that, keeping with the food topic, I wanted to ask you a food question. Okay. So, I had this question that was asked to me as a question a couple of weeks ago. And it was one of those Instagram questions that was, one has got to go. Yeah. And it's a four choices. And they're all meat. Mm. Or meat related, I guess you could say. So, one of these has to go out of these four. And I'm going to list them for you. Shrimp. Steak, ribs,
1: and fried chicken. I'm allergic to shrimp, so we're going to go ahead and throw that one out. okay. But you switch it with any other kind of um, pork. Well, I'll throw out beef ribs, but not pork ribs. Okay. I like my pork ribs.
0: Okay. Being specific (laughs) with the rib. Okay. Yeah.
1: You're allergic to shrimp? I am. It's a recent development. Like, yeah, like, just the shrimp or shellfish? Year. So, I've discovered it's just shrimp so far. I'm so, not, not crab, crab or lobster. I can eat crab, I can eat lobster, um, I can crawfish. Um, no problems. It's just shrimp. It's strange.
0: I wonder what it is. Right? I wonder what, like, specific thing they have that you're allergic to.
1: That is interesting.
0: Yeah. But... I think, because did you like shrimp?
1: No, not even
0: that much, so it's okay, yeah, I like mean, it's it's not, not gonna hurt your feelings, no. you know they're not saying that you're like lactose intolerant, yeah, or
1: something that would I probably <laughs> off myself <you> know? <laughs> I can't have sugar or cheese, no, there's no reason to live or milk or, or milk. anything dairy, yeah, yeah, no reason, um. Yeah, no. If I'm going to, like, a sushi restaurant, I'm not ordering the shrimp tempura, you know? I'm getting some, like, some crab or something like that. You know, crab, spicy crab roll or... Yeah. Crab, yeah. What
0: about salmon? salmon I like and salmon. What about tuna? I like tuna. Not tuna salad. See, if I'm really hungry and I go to one of these places, I'm just going straight for the hibachi. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I course. just want a pile of meat and rice. That's, yeah. like, that's the the game changer right there. But, like... But I'm like, you know what, I just want two rolls or whatever, I usually do go with the shrimp. It's mm-hmm. always, like, or Spicy California, yeah. I mean, that's which good... is just crab, you know, yeah. or imitation crab, depending on where you go. But, like, one of these places I go to, um, what was it? It was, like, Spicy California Roll. They have a Spicy mm-hmm. California Roll at Bento at ULM, which I have tried, and it's pretty good. They're expensive, though. Cause it's like eight dollars a roll. Yeah, and I I say that's expensive, but it's probably
1: okay. No, it's it's pretty pretty good. Um, the sushi, I think it's called it tech, was about eight dollars a roll, and that's okay. That's a relatively good price for the area. But, Versus I mean, getting to like Ronin
0: <laughs> or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, where you're paying fifteen or something like that. Yeah, for
0: the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, I understand what you're saying about like dust. that's why I was asking, because I was like, hopefully he's not allergic to none. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was shrimp, steak, ribs, or fried chicken. You know, like, for me, that's a big question, because I love all these. And I I gave up ribs,
1: Mm, because... it would hurt my heart to give those up. I
0: I eat everything else way more, is the thing. Like, I eat steak, like, once a week. I eat shrimp very often, and fried chicken is everywhere. Yeah. Fried chickens. That's cutting out all fast food fried chicken. Popeyes, Pie canes, um, eating any fried chicken at home. Like you can't cook it anymore. Like it's cutting it out completely. Yeah. So, and like steak. I mean, you can't. Even, how can I get rid of steak?
1: Fried chicken, dipping, dipping it into like different kinds of sauces, different barbecue sauces, Korean barbecue, spicy cayenne. You know. Yeah. Things like that. That's that's the experience with with fried chicken know trying new different sauces or different flavors of hot wings things like that you, you don't have that variability with with the other ones well you maybe with the other aside from shrimp i guess you can season shrimp in different ways but you're not like dipping shrimp and other things other no than
0: the there's a cocktail sauce yeah, because maybe
1: the there's another one the
0: Tartar sauce? I yeah. hate tartar sauce, yeah. That's like mainly tartar and cocktail sauce yeah. is the main thing. But like, I don't like tartar either. And cocktail sauce. How many places do you go to that you get ta- cocktail sauce anymore? Exactly. Like cocktail sauce, you know, people. It's like stereotypically a expensive appetizer. That's yeah. like a bunch of jumbo shrimp, like six of them, on that like rim of a bowl with the cocktail sauce in the middle. And cocktail sauce is served cold. Yeah. And I don't like ice cold sauce. You know, and the shrimp are cold. No. Ew. Well, yeah, because they're also like on the on the ice. And some people do like shrimp cold. And, I mean, that's like the same thing as ordering a lettuce wrap and it's hot. Yeah. It's Like, it's I weird. hate hot, hot lettuce is so bad. Yeah. The same way with, like, getting a lettuce wrap and it has the lettuce and ranch. Hot ranch is gross. Yeah, you can't eat hot ranch. <laughs> no. Like, it's so bad. And I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't like hot ranch. Yeah. But. Hot lettuce is on like another level of like hatred for me (laughs) because it's so gross, you know. But um, yeah. But I see what you're saying about the shrimp because you're allergic. But I understand the rib thing and then all the sauce thing, you know. Like I mean, and steaks they're just most
1: of them are good or they're good on their own. You get a good cut of meat, exactly. You,
0: You get a good steak and then you could just put like salt and pepper. Like yeah, I air fry steaks sometimes. And all I do is like spray the spray so it don't stick, you mm-hmm. know. That, and then before I've just put salt and pepper. Maybe some some garlic, you know. Yeah. You, I think I had like some house seasoning that was, what was this? It was like some. It was. It was. It said Longhorn, but it wasn't yeah. Longhorn Steakhouse. It was like another brand. But it was like some like not lemon pepper, but it had some other seasoning in it yeah. mixed with the salt and pepper I put on there and it's like, oh and then I put the same seasoning on that, the same steak seasoning, and I did it on a pork loin. Ooh. And I was and it was all air fried. And I was like, oh. Which I did the weirdest meal. Like I I gotta mention this you I'm not that good of a cook. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best at cooking, but I made a dish. That was random in my opinion. It might be normal in some places, but I think it was pretty random. I had two little pork tenderloins Mm -hmm. and I air fried them. And my side was bacon and cheese scrambled
1: eggs. Okay.
0: And it's pretty healthy when you think about it. When you like, it's good protein forward. Yeah. Because I was like, I really wanna make some eggs. But I want meat, and yeah. I was like, I don't have any steak. What can I use? And all I found was pork. Yeah. And I was like, well, I have these loins. Might as well. And then so I had a whole pack of four of them, you know, like you just get from Walmart or yeah. wherever. And I was like, well, I'll just do two of these, and then I did like two eggs scrambled with yeah. bacon and some shredded cheese. All right. All that, that, that's a that's a good meal right there. I've never considered that combination. But it is interesting. Well, like, now I'm thinking about it. It's like, what can I do now doing, like, grilled or air fried meat Mm -hmm. with some kind of egg dish as a side? Like, a grilled chicken with
1: an omelet. Yeah, why don't you make an omelet with your meat and, like, prepare it so that i mean if like you do fried chicken with it yeah you cut up your fried chicken and you put that into your omelet you fold your omelet into that a fried chicken omelet yeah or you do a a steak omelet or something like Uh, that that
0: would be good right cover it in like the cheese some steak sauce on top and and then like some little green onion type things and maybe just regular onions like diced in there like that'd
1: be good we're coming up with... Right? Like, egg ideas right? here.
0: <laughs> Doing that kind of stuff, especially, like, because I've always, like, bacon cheese... Bacon and cheese and scrambled eggs is, like, one of my favorite things now. Yeah. And so I'm, like, trying... And I'm not the best at cooking, so I'm trying to start low, where I'm like, okay, I want to try to do a lot of egg, different egg dishes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, meat is not that hard to cook if I have an air fryer. Yeah. It's just figure out how long, and then I'll flip them over and then put them back in there you know and season it well and do that kind of thing and it's like so that's my goal right now is doing different dishes that have a main meat Mm -hmm. and then the side is some form of egg dish yeah so there you go scrambled eggs like uh omelets any kind of egg that you want to do which i mean i feel like that's a meal to get ripped yeah <laughs> like a, just a sunny side up egg you know just a regular egg with nothing on it and two pieces of air fried chicken yeah
1: that'd be good
0: like that's it <laughs> i would need As, some egg on top of a steak you know like a sunny side up
1: yeah put it on
0: the the cooked steak and on then the cut steak. the yolk to have the yolk flowing over the cooked yes. steak yes or that like new trend or whatever it was on those cooking... I don't even know what it is. Like, they do an omelet, but it's still soft and liquidy in the middle. Yeah. And then they put it over, like, rice, and then they cut it, and it folds open and liquefies over it. Mm-hmm. You need that, but for the steak. Interesting. It's weird, because they do, like, nothing but yolks, but it's, like, eight of them. Dang. But they, was because they're making an omelet that's only yolks.
1: Yeah. No white. Well, there's your... You lose all your protein when you you lose your yolks. I think it's just for
0: aesthetic because of the what they do. They like make a like diamond looking thing and put it over the rice and they cut it in the middle and then it fl- f- folds over, but it's still gooey mm-hmm. yolky in the middle. But that for sounds you- good to me. Like a, I'd yeah, go for yeah. it. Do like two omelets and then put a steak in the middle and you just got a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds good to me. I mean. So, yeah, that's what I was talking about. But also, since we're talking about steak, I wanted to ask you this question about also about meat again. Mm. Have Have you ever had Wagyu beef? I don't think I have. Okay, well, I don't know if you know this, but what, what makes Wagyu differ from regular
1: steak? I think we'll look it up as well. I think it might be, um, the type of cow, um, that it comes from. Okay.
0: Wagyu is any of the four Japanese breeds of beef cattle. In yeah. several areas of Japan, Wagyu beef is shipped, carrying area names. Some examples are, Matt, I'm gonna butcher these, Kobe beef. Yeah. Is one of them. And Mishima beef. Um, it's... Wagyu's tri-tip is a triangular cut of meat that comes from the bottom sirloin section of the cow. Mm. It's delicate flavor and tender texture. Um, From Japan, Mm. is mainly them. They're crossbred with American cattle to produce American Wagyu beef. I've heard of that. Um, I think I may have had that on a burger. The crossbreed? Yeah. So, mainly different cattle around Japan Mm -hmm. uh, contains a higher percentage of omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, making it more mono, unsaturated fats than other beef. It has a low melting point and not only creates a wonderful texture, but also holds most of the flavor. Mm. That's why it looks real, like, more white than anything
1: else. I think it's based off of their diets. I think so. And... Japan, they I guess they just get and, that's they get else. and that's why it's expensive. And that's why it's expensive when
0: all good at all. It's considered some of the best cut of meat, though. Mm. Um, I'd like to try it. I would too, the because the question I was gonna ask is, would you think it's worth it
1: for the if amount I can that it, usually yeah. Well, yeah. As a as a student, no. <laughs> but that that's where I'm like. If I had the opportunity, yeah, I would try it. If I if I had enough money in my bank account, yeah, I would try it. Yeah. If I had someone buying it for me, yeah, I would try it.
0: Well, yeah, of course. Exactly. If you're offered Wagyu beef. But I'm I'm po' po'. I don't need no Wagyu, Wagyu beef w- right w- now. Wagyu. I can cook my own steaks. And they yeah, taste, taste pretty good. just cooking some sirloin mm-hmm. and some T-bone and all that. I understand that. But I was just wondering because, like, Wagyu is, like, it's known to be expensive and it's known to be like a rich person meat but then some people I've heard say that like it's not even the best you know that they've had yeah like they said it was good to know it's good to finally know but they said they would rather go to a different restaurant somewhere Mm -hmm. and have like a better steak there or cook one at home and it'll be better than the wagyu they got served somewhere yeah so I mean and like That's the same thing of getting, like, filet mignon. Mm -hmm. It's just little cut-up steaks. It's like, they're really tender and good, but is it worth it?
1: Yeah. Well, most of the time when you go and get those, they don't really season them that much, but you go and you get your tougher cuts, and they season them heavily to make you want to buy them. Yeah. So you're eating seasoned versus unseasoned, and the unseasoned is typically, like, really the experience of eating it is better and you think it's not as good because it doesn't taste like it's seasoned but they're still pretty good you don't
0: yeah some meat without even no seasoning at all is still okay yeah like it's not bad you know but
1: that's why people frown upon using steak sauce and stuff like that it, it takes away from the original experience but i mean it's just steak. Eat it however you want to eat it. Doesn't yeah, matter. if
0: you're paying for it, it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, if you, if you're gonna pay for steak at Outback or Texas Roadhouse or wherever you know or anywhere really, because I feel like every restaurant has a steak now at a sit down restaurant. Yeah. That's up to you. Like, I mean, Olive Garden serves a sirloin. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a sirloin with a side of fettuccine Alfredo. Which, are you a pasta guy? No, I'm not
1: with the diabetes you know
0: oh that is true never mind were you a pasta guy not even (laughs) no (laughs) you weren't
1: much for noodles and sauce and all that not really because i like meat and pasta is not like it's it's noodle forward yeah it's very heavily there is how good your sauce is
0: yeah the reason I was saying that is because actually last week I took my first ever trip in my life to Olive Garden. Oh, yeah? I've never been. I'm 23 years old, and this is my first trip to sit down and eat inside. Of them. I have had their breadsticks before, but they were brought home to me yeah. by somebody who had. They uh, weren't as good. No, and they then we home. let them uh, sit there, and I was like, I'll eat them tomorrow. Nope. And then tomorrow we got them, and you could build a house yep. out of them breadsticks. I don't know what they did to them, but I feel they like I could. Them. They froze them. Well, we didn't freeze them. They just sat out. Well, they freeze them in transit. Well, yeah, to get, to get
1: them to the olive, their yeah. olive gardens. But that's why they do that. Okay. It, once you have frozen, you recook it, and all that moisture leaves it, it just turns into concrete. Okay. I, I felt like it, because I tried to
0: like bite it, and I was like, golly, and I felt like I was going to break a tooth. Yeah. And I was like, you can just build a house out of these uh, yeah, you breadsticks. But getting them fresh. They're delicious. Oh, God. They were some of the best. I understand why people rave about them now because they were good. But I was saying because of the pasta because, like, I'm not that big of a pasta guy. Like, I'll eat a spaghetti every now and again, you know, at home. Mm -hmm. But, like, going to Olive Garden, it never fancied me because I was like, I'm not that big into, like, Alfredo and all that kind of stuff. But I got a chicken and shrimp carbonara. It was good. <laughs> uh, it was. I, I want to go back for just that because it was like the little strips of chicken that they have and then just some shrimps in there. And yeah. the sauce, was, and that, it was that, like really thin angel hair noodles, mm-hmm. some kind of sauce that was just cream sauce, I think, and then uh, cut sliced uh, red bell peppers, and that mm. was it. Really good, really good. Of course, with that and the breadsticks, and then we had dessert. And it was vanilla cream cake. Oh, it was vanilla cake with a layer in the middle too, yeah. but the uh, icing was all cream cheese. Ooh, that's good. And then that's which good. we weren't, which we didn't, we didn't, we weren't too hungry for the for all of it, so we uh, didn't get the strawberries or strawberry cream that was on top of mm-hmm. it. Because I was like, I, I'm not gonna be able to eat all that. Yeah. But it's a lot of food they get. God, it is because they always and then they bring that like big salad beforehand. Yes,
1: I love and, the salad.
0: I the salad it. is good. It and always, is. All the it's really good. And then they did the Parmesan thing, yes. and they were like, tell me when. And I don't. I'm like, you can leave it, <laughs> and they, honey. They're still going. And I'll then I was like, when? Because I didn't know when to say it. I didn't know when was too much. And I was like, oh, dang, that's a lot of Parmesan on it. But, Just got to spread it out. Oh, oh, that's what I did. Well, it's because they put it on, like, the big bowl.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you have to use the tongs to get it out. And then I was like, God, this is a bunch because I don't want to grab it from the middle because I would have just grabbed nothing but Parmesan cheese. You got to mix your salad. Well, yeah, I did, but I, I don't like tomatoes. Oh, It's my I problem. See. Like, I love when they put an egg in a salad, yep. you know, but I'm not a tomato guy. Yeah. Like, I out, of, mine out. out of all the salad, tomatoes are the only thing I want to eat. Mm. Like, but everything else, I mean, I'll like eat lettuce, spinach, some broccoli, um, the egg, of course, any kind of bell peppers or whatever. I'll tear all that stuff up. Onions, you know, but tomatoes, that's where... I, I draw the line yeah. with that. You do too, don't you? You don't like tomatoes.
1: I don't like them in certain foods. A um, hamburger. I'm not asking for tomato and a hamburger. And if you get it, you take it off. Yeah. Subway. I know. Guacamole, however? I want tomatoes in my guacamole. Do you like guac in a salad? No.
0: I like... If they put guacamole, like the creamy looking like guacamole.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't want that in my salad. I like it chunky, for one. As a dip? Um, yes. Okay. As a dip or on top of something really spicy. So if I got a oh. super spicy taco I'm eating, I'll put it on the taco. Or like a really hot burrito yes, or something. I'll put it on the burrito.
0: Gua- or just a rice bowl or yeah. something like that. Okay, I got you makes sense because guac will like cool it down won't it it will okay it did i'm not that big on guac i've had it before but it's been a while
1: it it adds a flavor to the spice you're not necessarily taking completely sp- cooling it down yeah. but you can taste it much better like you okay. can taste it, the it gives flavor. you the flavor more than just killing yes. your mouth yes. from the
0: heat yes. the, hot, the hotness of it exactly okay i got you makes sense because like i'm not that big on guac but what I am big on now, not I'm not super big on it, but I like it now. I'm just trying a bunch of new things, apparently, this year. I've been to Olive Garden now, and then I got this, we got this dip from, God, we got something else from Olive Garden. <laughs> we got a dip, and we got the, like, the bread chips, but it was spinach artichoke. Dip. Oh,
1: yes. With the cheese. Oh, like, oh, yeah. It's like yeah. The, the Ninja Turtle pizza cheese, like it pulls. Oh my god! Oh yeah, like it's so good.
0: I got it, but like to me, spinach artichoke dip, the flavor is very subtle for it me. Yeah, but I think that's the problem is that I keep eating it, trying to find the flavor, and then it's gone.
1: <laughs> and that's the whole experience with spinach artichoke. Yeah, that's dip. it. Because it's, it's like
0: I don't know what artichokes taste like. I know what spinach tastes like, Mm -hmm. and then it's just a bunch of cheese. So you're just basically getting, like, a weird, like, veggie queso. You are. Almost, and that's all it is. That's really all it is, is, like, a more fancy queso. It's a healthy queso. Exactly, (laughs) because I've had it from another place before that was, like, a bistro-type place, and that was the first time I've ever had it, and I was like, okay. I taste a little something, Mm -hmm. and then I already ate half the bowl. <laughs> so I've like already down to the bottom of the bowl at this right? point, so it's like, oh, I'm trying to find the flavor, and by the time I find it, I've already eaten over half the bowl now, and that's the problem, you know.
1: But, but yeah, spinach artichoke dip. I don't ever think there's enough spinach artichoke dip. Like every time I get it, I feel like, like if I need more, if I probably. ate even a second
0: bowl, I still would not find the flavor exactly <laughs> because it's always it's like right there. You're like. What is that? And you're tasting, and then you taste the saltiness of the chip, and it's you're like, dang it, i got to go get it in for another one. Get you a spoonful of it. They do serve it every time with a spoon. Every time, they yeah. always just stick a spoon under it, and I think they do that just to make it look like there's more because <laughs> the spoon's shoving it up, you yeah. know. But, but yeah, like that, and I know you're not, of course, you can't eat shrimp, but there's a lot of places that do, like, shrimp queso or crawfish queso. Um, I think, it's walk one of them? No. There is a place, well Traps did, but they're closed now. Um, Traps did a crawfish queso, where they would take the crawfish, of course, out of the whole shell and yeah. just have the meat, and then they would cook it, and then they would put it in the queso. And that was really good. Yeah, like, it sounds good. Crawfish queso, like, huh, that was so good. But yeah, there's a lot of dips that yeah. you can get, like, but I'm not big on pico. Mm. Like, I love pico.
1: Absolutely that's love like it. tomatoes,
0: though. It is, but the,
1: I don't. The only pico I've liked is from chi- Chili's. I like it from Hobby Peas. Okay, it's got a really good flavor that's not heavy in tomatoes. Okay, it's it's really good though. Got some spice to it. Okay, spicy pico. Mm-hmm. I got you. They also have a mango um, pico as well. That's spicy and sweet. Oh, it's really okay. good. Huh?
0: And I know that, like, a lot of places do that, like, lime drizzled yeah. on a lot of stuff. Um, what was I about to say? Oh! Um, have you gotten salads from Chick-fil-A? No. Okay, I was about to ask about that avocado lime ranch that they have at Chick-fil-A. I've heard
1: it's really good. I've never tried it. Okay,
0: well, if you ever do, that's probably what you try to do. Because it's just like a, it looks like a green ranch, yeah, It's all does. it is. Because it's avocado mixed with ranch and some lime in it. Yeah. But... It sounds all right, you know, avocado lime ranch, yeah. you know, on like a Chick Fil A salad. But I'm probably never gonna get it. I mean, unless I get a salad, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, we could be on dipping sauces forever. But there's uh, so many of them that's just so good. Yeah. But. But yeah. Anything you want to say? Any food topic you got? I don't or think. Or question you want to ask me about the. Great food that you've made in your life. Apparently, you're going to grad school for learning about plants, and yeah, instead you probably should go to culinary school. But you this know, is what you love, so I'd love cooking
1: too. Exactly. Um, that was one of my first like ideas was to go to school for cooking, but Chef John, you know, it's just it's a field I just don't think I would enjoy. It's the customer service that, um, you know. Yeah. I mean, I could be someone's private chef, maybe, and be okay with it. Just like have a personal relationship with someone I can deal with. But having the, you, you know, could be my private chef, right? If yeah. I'm a millionaire, yeah. you know. Like if I was had Elon Musk money, hey, you you let me know when you get that money, and I will absolutely cook for you. I might. I've got, I've got some pretty good I dishes. Put, I put so much towards a four hundred one k.
0: I might be a millionaire Heck before yeah. long. So, Heck
1: yeah. in, invest in some cryptocurrency or something. Some Doge coin, yeah, or something. Who knows? No. I mean,
0: buy some stock in GameStop and let it go up again. Yeah, do that kind of thing. Hey, there you go. You can make me some good food. You can make me pork and egg.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and it'll be damn. Good. It'll 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 be great. <laughs> I know that. But yeah, we went with the plants instead. So yeah, instead That's of cooking them, now
0: you're learning about them. Exactly. Helping right. them live. Yeah. Instead of cutting them up in your meals or whatever yeah. in your uh, hello I fresh st- I still do that <laughs> oh well, yeah but you, you know more about their life and all that now. Yeah. what makes them what makes them live and everything too so so well speaking about what you do are there any updates in the plant
1: world not too much we are in the <laughs> we are in the season where things are slowing down actually when the well yeah because everything's we, dying yeah when the leaves drop we have nothing to do, really. Uh we analyze data. That's the part of ecology I'm not a huge fan of. But it's, it's sitting it's down necessary. and looking at stuff. Yeah, you gotta there's two major parts to things. Um where you go out into the field and you collect your data and you gather gather your understanding of what's happening here. You gather your hypothesis and um really build the groundwork to support it that's the fun part yeah all your data is just data until you've interpreted it though yeah um you've got to make some models and graphs and things so other people can understand what you went out and saw yeah so that's the part where you've got to be good at all kinds of different computer systems you got to be good at software programming all of that which i didn't expect to have to get into but here I am. True. You know, using that. I don't know what grade we were in when we had computer science class, but... Well, that was like... I'm using that stuff. Ninth or tenth grade right? or something around there. Yeah. I'm, I'm throwing back to that. And my freshman year at Tech when I was programming robots for engineering, when I switched out of that yeah. and went into the biology... But You were
0: like, I'm leaving that behind. And then you
1: graduate and now you're
0: here and it's like... Right back in it's it. It's like, yeah, you're a biologist, but you need to go in here and learn about... You need <laughs> learn to learn about, about
1: statistics and yeah, you need all to,
0: kinds of stuff. That's with a lot of jobs now anyway. It is because of the technology part. And and that's exactly what it is. We got to f- keep up with the technology. Because it's better than... Because it, yeah, it before that, it was write it down. Yeah, and, and... And do it yourself by hand, you know. That is what
1: we have to get away from or else we'll get left behind, you know? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you do have that old-fashioned way of going out in the field, writing things down, using the technology that's mechanical. But there is technology that is computer and electrical and all of that stuff is really, really helpful if you can understand how to use it. But you got to understand how to use so many different things. Like, programming... Your flight paths for your drones. You got to learn how to fly drones to take pictures above the forest. So you're now not necessarily walking through the forest in in the bottom where it's very unfriendly. Maybe you have three snakes that you're walking past, or spider webs that you got to walk through, or you know, there's something else over there that you just don't want to walk through. Yeah. But you can fly over it with a drone, and take pictures of it. But then, how can you interpret those pictures using a computer? Then you got to build a whole structure to interpret them. Yeah, That stuff is insanely complicated too. But we're doing machine learning where our computer can learn using thousands and thousands of images and interpret pictures based off of the information it has stored. So it will use several flyovers of a forest to take pictures. Now we have a... Um, categorization available so we can say oh well this is a a water locust over here or this is a hickory over here or this is a oak over here just based off of how the light reflects off the leaves and a computer will tell us that that's a lot more efficient than walking through and saying oh well the leaf shape on that one looks like it might be a water locust but it could be a honey locust (laughs) we're not exactly sure though but a computer can be it yeah. can be pretty sure... Unless you look through the book and look at all the pictures, really good. It can be pretty sure to a point, but as you keep training it, and as you keep giving it information...
0: It'll be like 99% sure that it's this. Yeah,
1: the... Because the, it's never usually honored. Yeah, the accuracy increases as yeah. you go. But it's the whole process of getting it to that point. That's your difficult part. But we that's that's our game that's what we do and i'm just happy to sometimes get a break which is a nice little segue to uh to your trips yeah that you yeah. apparently have been on a trip recently yeah we had our fall break um last monday and tuesday yeah so i i took the opportunity to take a little road trip okay um and Did you leave thursday or friday left uh, friday okay yeah friday at noon um yeah, because that's when
0: I mean the the college is pretty dead. Yeah, on, it's dead on Fridays anyway. But that Friday
1: was worse Boom. because there was nobody. We got our our things done and we set off. Um, had a nice companion. I've I've friended at ULM. Okay. Um, and uh, we went together for this trip. She was a, a very good photographer and a, a car buddy to keep along with me.
0: Yeah. But, um...
1: Is she yeah, part a, of the program? No, she's actually across the parking lot. So she's in Sugar Hall. She's in SLP. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, working with kids over there, which is very admirable. True. Um, but, yeah. I can, I can never do that. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, that's why it's admirable. Exactly. It when takes t- a, whenever
0: somebody says that they help, like, pediatric or anything like that, I'm yeah. like... It takes a patient person... And it's to work with literally yeah. kids in any way, yeah, whether it's a daycare or, but she's medically. working with
1: the ones who are you know a little bit behind, they have trouble, you know, reading or yeah, or, or pro- pronouncing or words have some correctly. type of learning, yeah. disability. That's yeah. the one she works with. Um, that's good, yeah, it's it's good on her, right? <laughs> golf uh, collapse, but yeah, so we went through, um. Yeah, take, take me on this timeline. I think I actually have a timeline written out. So <laughs> I, I did the calculations for you because I knew I was going oh, yeah, to talk about this. We drove um over twenty nine hundred miles on this <sighs> road, right? in the span of like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and a little bit of Tuesday. We got back so Tuesday like, afternoon. Or no no. We got back shh, so late Tuesday. So, pretty much five days. Yeah, five days straight of just driving.
0: Y'all got back at, like, 10 or 11 Tuesday or later?
1: We got back at... I think we got back at Wednesday at, like, 2 a.m. Oh. Didn't, didn't you have to come back? <laughs> yep. Yep. I sure did. I sure did have to come back to school. And I was in class until 5 that afternoon. So, I was oh, God. tired. Dead tired. I bet so. Um, You probably didn't get hardly any sleep. No, no. Not at all. But... It was a good time, I think. Um, It was worth getting back at you in the morning. Uh, So, yeah, we drove through Friday, um, and we got to... And I've actually done part of this drive already, so I was just going to show her, and we did some parts that I've never seen. Um, But we went through um, the Great Sand Dunes in southern Colorado. Um, Oh, you went all the way up there? No, no, yeah, we went so far. So you left here? Left here and then went through... At noon, and got to Colorado at 6 a.m. Oh. So it was about 14 hours of straight driving, but we got there just as the sun was about to come up, and White Sands is way off the highway, so yeah. we were watching the sun come up over the mountain to the right of us as we were pulling up to the sand dunes, um, and we pulled into the parking lot, and there was several bobcat run across the parking oh. lot. Oh. The parking lot was filled with people. They yeah. were coming there to watch the sunrise, and so were the bobcat. I guess. I guess so.
0: Um, but we, watch out for those. Yeah,
1: we we were like, all right, we'll, we'll stay in the car for a little while until we can at least see outside because we don't want to mess around. But uh, yeah, we pulled up and we parked. Um, I think we watched the sunrise for a little bit until we like we had to take a nap. Um, well, yeah, because you've been gone yeah. for like we many, were, for fifteen. 15- 16 hours at this point. Uh, And then we went out onto the dunes, uh, walked around. These dunes, um, the tallest thing I can give you to reference them, they're about as tall as the library at ULM. Maybe taller. Some of them are taller. So over seven stories. Yeah, the tallest dunes in the United States. In North America, I think. But definitely in the United States. And... So, we were not walking up those dunes. We just went to the bottom, sort of, and we were like, oh, those are tall. Then we turned around. Oh, that's like a a mountain. Yeah, no. They were so tall. Um, Then we continued on, uh, driving west to Durango, which is another several-hour drive. Um, We didn't get there until about 7 in the evening. We ate at this amazing Mexican restaurant, probably the best Mexican food I've had. Probably the worst service I've had in a Mexican restaurant. I feel but like that goes so hand in good. hand with a lot of places. Like, it's really good, but it wasn't good yeah. service. Yeah, but it was such good food. I loved it so much. And I got what they called the Super Burrito. All right, now, this burrito. Was it a foot long? Just about. This burrito was about that size oh. on either side. So, about the size of your console. In like between a the seats. foot long and like half a foot wide. Massive. And then rice and beans on either side. I had guacamole on top. Peppers. All different kinds of peppers that were sticking out of the guacamole. And then they drizzled it with sour cream. Um, what else did they put on there? They put some like cayenne ranch maybe. some Something that was like spicy but different. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. That was like one of the best. Did you finish all of it? Absolutely not. No, I couldn't. <laughs> and... Not only that, we were headed north from Durango, which- Durango is on the western end of Colorado. It's dead in um an area where you have to go to mountains to get out of it okay um, you so we're driving through the night in the mountains on a road called the million dollar Highway, which is in reference to like all the gold and silver mines that were okay, out there, yeah. but it was one of the most dangerous highways in the world. I mean, not in the world, in the United States to build. Because it's on top of the mountains. So, in the middle of the night, on top of the mountains, a burrito in my belly. You know. Yeah, I know where you're going. You know where I'm going. (laughs) We're headed like 60, 70 miles to the next town, and that's where we're staying. Um, It's called Montrose. And I was, you know, turtle heading all the way. (laughs) I, I didn't even tell my. Uh, lovely companion. Um, but I was absolutely about to just... Explode. Shat myself everywhere. <laughs> and there was no towns to stop. Was this your car? Yeah, it's my car. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Were you driving? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like white knuckling. yeah, yeah. But oh, not because I'm scared of where we are. It's <laughs> because no, I have it, to poop so bad. And, I, <laughs> and there's nowhere to stop. You can't stop up there.
0: Yeah, because there's probably no pull-offs. And it's just... It's the road and then cliff or
1: side of the road. There's no lights. The moon is not out. No it rails. Is, no, no rails. You can see that there is a drop off. You just don't. Yeah, because it's far the edge of the road and then just blackness. Yes. Probably. Yes, that's exactly what it looks just like. Just the pit. And my bright headlights don't do much but illuminate the trees. So you got trees on your left and then drop off on your right. That's all I got. Yeah, because you're you just it's like I know I'm driving on the side of a mountain. Exactly. And you know, I've. Driven this road before. Yeah, I, I, I know what it looks like. I know how big those drops are, and I know it is terrifying to be up there, let alone at night. But I'm glad I didn't show myself. I'm. I'll just say. That. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was a really scary. Um. It sounds scary. Yeah. Like
0: I've been on a mountain road like that on the side of a mountain where it's nighttime. But sometimes they have rails, and sometimes they don't. And when they don't, you're like, why? But yeah. then you make sense. It's like, oh, well, it's dangerous because you literally can take one sharp turn to the right, mm-hmm. and then you're and that's pretty it. much dead. That's like, it. like, yeah. You're either dead or not going to be found. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, so we went through. We made it out, obviously. Um, and we stayed in Montrose. Um, at one of the worst... Hotel motels, I'll say it was a super eight, one of the worst Uh I've ever stayed in, and I've stayed in so many across the country. I've stayed in like a really nice, um, what are they? That's it's the six, Motel Six. Yeah, I've stayed in one of those in Port Angeles up near Canada. It was perfect. It was a nice little cute motel. But, but you're sta- you're now
0: staying in a bad motel mm. that is mm-hmm. stereotype, bed bugs, mm-hmm. dirty, mm-hmm. not washed. None of the towels were clean. You uh, when you're in your room, you open the door. Now you're on the highway
1: mm-hmm. like that kind of motel. Mm-hmm. No, there was other people's hair in the towel when we unfolded them. Oh. Yeah, and there were stains on the comforter of the beds. Like we could see the stains. Um there were no windows really in the room. It was kind of like a prison. <laughs> yeah, like they were. They had the small slits at the top. Yeah, and your, your blinds. Yeah. Your blinds were like, you know, they adhered to that small slit. It was probably like a foot that you could see out of the window. But it
0: was one of those that was just really long. Yes, but
1: not wide. Yeah. Um, awful, awful place to stay. I hated it there. Uh, water pressure was awful too in the showers. Uh, that made me mad. But, was it like
0: Got just barely coming out
1: Yeah like, barely
0: Somebody just spitting on you <laughs> How much yes. it was
1: And You don't want to wash your hair in that You're going to be washing your hair for like 4 hours Trying to get all this <laughs> soap out That's true It's it's awful
0: <laughs> But
1: It's like you can go
0: outside that. and it'll rain harder on you Yeah like,
1: no, But That's my next point It was snowing outside <laughs> But Not cold enough to stick to the ground. So, it was gorgeous. You had these massive snowflakes falling down really heavily, none of it sticking to the ground. So, you're getting all of the, like, positives of a snowstorm, but, like, none of the negatives. So, I was able to drive the next morning, and we made it out just fine. Yeah, because you're not in, like, a blizzard-type weather. Well, it wasn't cold enough. It was... 40 degrees ish okay. so the ground was still too warm but the air it was look
0: cool but you're not having to deal with iced over yeah. roads yeah
1: and we're high enough in altitude where snow is normal up there you know instead of rain um and it'll just melt once it hits the ground yeah but that was a nice little drive up until we went a little further west to moab went to utah Okay. Um, where the snow was sticking uh, up on the Mormon
0: country. Yeah,
1: in the Mormon country. Yeah. Uh, the snow was sticking on the sides of the canyons. Okay. Uh, which was gorgeous. So the red canyons turned white, um, except for like certain areas of the layers. So it almost like highlighted each layer based oh, off was of like, erosion. Uh, so it was like they look like steps, almost. Oh, okay. Um, and. Where each step goes up you have a little band of red because the snow see just in. couldn't get to yeah it. yeah so it's really interesting and pretty to look at um rather so you light like, normally looks
0: American flag
1: yeah exactly red white red white exactly <laughs> okay. that's what it looks like um just a gorgeous country though like mountains you can't like comprehend how large the mountains are out there like until you see them you're sitting at a level where the clouds are already very close to the top of your head. And then the mountains, they go like 30 times what you can see past it. And you're just like, I wonder how high that mountain is. I don't well, even know. You just know. look up and there's I a cloud. Even, yeah. And it's like, well, unless I'm in a plane, I'm not going to be exactly. able to see it. But you know that mountain's tall. Yeah. You, you know it's a big mountain. You just can't see it. But it's a really interesting country. Um, we went to Arche's. National Park, um, where, you know, you have all the the Colorado license plates. They have those arches on them. Oh, okay. That's where, that's where you find them. Um, i actually got some pretty good pictures. Sorry to all of the, the listeners. The listeners? But we do oh, have... Oh, I got you, yeah. These were... This is all of these arches, like, in the horizon. Oh, so you can see them everywhere, and you can see how they form in the side of these canyons. So the rocks will fall out underneath... And then over it just time just the, the
0: gape part of it there open. Yeah,
1: over time the water will carve out a little path um down to it yeah. and it'll it'll all fall out and you'll just be left with that arch. And there's thousands of them. I think there's like 2000 recorded arches out there. Uh-huh. Um they're it's it's like you're in an alien world like at Mars or something. That's yeah. what it looks like, except with roads. But True. really good roads. I love the Utah roads.
0: <laughs> they take care of their roads. All right?
1: Um, yeah, we went from there. Uh, drove south to Page, Arizona, where Glen Canyon is, Lake Powell. Um, oh, okay. And we stayed in a hotel that overlooked the canyon and the dam um, for actually cheaper than we stayed in the motel. That, the bad that, one that crappy motel cheaper to have a view of a canyon and a massive dam looks like the hoover dam
0: just another one
1: yeah it, it's it's the dam that lee that stops a lake that water that drains off from that lake stops at another lake that is stopped by the hoover dam Oh, okay. It's so, just the dam before Hoover. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I guess I could have said that. But,
0: you know. um, <laughs> well, will you explained... I mean, you had a good explanation. I understood yeah. what you were saying. Have you been to the Hoover Dam?
1: I have, yeah. This is it massive? It is. It's really big. But the Glen Canyon Dam's nearly the same size. Okay. And the water... I mean, you know, there's massive drought out there. The water to the Glen Canyon Dam is actually like really high up on the dam but you can see in the distance where it's all dried up based of all the bathtub rings on the rocks yeah so you can see in the distance maybe like 30 miles where all of the branching arms of this lake used to be and where the lake is now it's it's a crazy sight to see I mean, it's like watching I feel like that's a
0: lot of places that are not doing good. If with you watch Lake
1: Darbone, yeah. be at 10% capacity and you can just see everything that used to be w- where water was. Yeah. That's what Lake Powell looks like. Okay. It's
0: just, That's the same thing for a lot of places for some reason cuz like yeah. the Mississippi River's down. It because is. I mean they're finding boats that sunk ferry boats yeah. that sunk years and years ago like you know. Yeah. Ferry boat found in Mississippi River. Like, I guess that was used to take it back and forth across the river from Baton Rouge to the other town there before a bridge was built, you know. But I understand what you're saying. Like, it's just so low to the point where you can just see stuff that you wouldn't be able to see on a regular day.
1: Yeah. You know, but... I mean, there's old settlements, old towns that are coming up. And especially in Lake Neat, there's... You're seeing all kinds of different things, like sunken boats. You can see foundations, There's an old World War II Higgins boat that came up in the bottom of Lake Mead. They got all kinds of stuff coming up. Dead bodies. You know, when the mafia was burying them in barrels out there. Yeah, and then now the barrels are coming up with just bones in them. Concrete and bones. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, But yeah, we went through there. Uh, We went from Page to um, Petrified Forest National Park. Okay. Um, I've heard of it. Which, it's out in Arizona. Well, we went to Winslow first, obviously. You know, standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. Such a fine sight to see. Um, but we went to the Petrified Forest next, and that's in eastern Arizona. So, um, we got about halfway through our drive of the... A lot of national parks are drive throughs So, Arches is a drive through national yeah. park. Yeah. You... Can start at one end and make it through the other. You probably can probably walk around, continue. but yeah, you can. Um, but you can see,
0: pretty much, all you can go of around a lot of through them.
1: the drive-through yeah. part. They make it so it's accessible and it's um, functional. Yeah, because so a, a lot of
0: people don't want to walk or can't walk. Yeah, if you just want to see,
1: yeah, you can absolutely do that. But they were doing work um, on a railroad crossing at the other end. So we got halfway through before we realized we weren't going to make it to the other end. um, Before the sun went down. And then we wouldn't even get to see what's down there. So... We just turned around midway through. Didn't even get to see the really cool stuff in the park. Yeah. Which is makes my like fifth time coming through there not able to go through that park. <laughs> and that is so aggravating to me. Well I you still know still haven't been You able know to see one it.
0: of those places that you've gone through has to happen where it's like
1: Yes. I've
0: been through there like
1: four times now and I can't S- see it. You still can't. But, I mean, there's places I've been to three times now where I'm like... Exactly. You know, right, like... This oh, well, is getting old.
0: This isn't new. Like, I've already seen this. Like, no. oh, Hoover Dam, not that big anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like, seen it three times. Exactly. But then, like, you're like, I can't see these Gum petrified <laughs> woods.
1: <laughs> exactly. But, you know, we'll get there one day. We'll make it. That's the uh, next trip. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we drove from there, uh, already nighttime, um, to Alamogordo, uh, New Mexico, which is in southern element Alamo- southern uh, New Mexico. Okay. Um, this is where the White Sands National Park is, and the White Sands Missile Range, where they would do a lot of their um, the tests nuclear tests. Yeah. Um, it's a really pretty area. How
0: can you? How can you go out there?
1: You just drive right through it. They got a big sign on the side of the road says "White Sands Missile Range, Do Not Enter," and a big. Well, they've got an Air Force Base, an Army Base, and then the White Sands Missile Range. Um, The Army Base is like kind of farther away. Um, But the Air Force Base, they've got those, um, like they've got barbed wire out front. They've got the big. You can see it closely. Yeah, you can see it. The Missile Range, you you don't see it. You see the sign, you see the road that goes out there, and you don't see anything else. Yeah, because it's just
0: empty ground. Yeah, but the. That's what I was wondering, because I was like, they're doing nuclear tests. Shouldn't people not be
1: close to it? Well, they don't I don't think they nuclear test it anymore. They do more no, this was back, long range missiles, yeah. ICBMs, things like that. But back in the forties, that's when they were doing the Manhattan project. That's where they were doing that stuff is It's like, there. Well, how yeah. big is this atom bomb? We might as well test. It. Yeah. Um so yeah, we went through there. Um we went through so we were still headed east at this point. Um, so we went to Cloudcroft, which is on the mountains above Alamogordo. You can see okay. the white sands of the desert, all of that, um, and it's it completely covered in snow. Yeah, um, but it's all melting. It's sixty degrees outside, so it's like that hard snow. It's got a real yeah, because it's to it. crumpled up. Yeah, um, and we stopped in Cloudcroft at a little bakery. We got coffee, and um, I think it was a blackberry. Panini mm-hmm. and maybe a strawberry strudel or something like oh, that. Interesting. Absolutely delicious. And yeah. the guy that served us—you know those hats? that are like the visors, but they've got the hair on top.
2: Yeah.
1: He was wearing one of those. <laughs> so he was wearing one of those. Oh. Super cool, dude. He was like, "All right, tell me if you like it. I want to know. I, I like. I can add stuff to it. You can you you can change it." And I was like, "Dude, you a it's good. Called, this <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> Don't worry about he it." He was so nice, so cool. Um, really helpful and yeah. that was an absolute wonderful experience just uh, stop there for coffee by and, s- and some yeah. little dessert pastries because there was no Starbucks nearby oh true exactly we, we, we would have gone to Starbucks you if got we could have homegrown place yeah um, but we went through there um, and came through western Texas I think it was starting to get dark as we got to like Odessa um and by the time we were in Dallas I was like about to pass out so let her drive I passed out in the passenger seat for I don't know how long and before we got to Louisiana I switched back over we made it through Shreveport Rustin I don't know how I've like it's a blur now it is a very much so a blur um like, there's, after, there's you like Dallas, after you pass through
0: Dallas, after oh yeah, after you pass through Dallas, it's that point where it's like you're so tired, and I know you're everything. Like, yeah, and you're like I already know what I'm going to drive through, and then it's like did I fall asleep and just sleep drive <laughs> through exactly. that? And it's like I don't remember driving through it, and that's how. But I didn't wreck. <laughs> yes. So, but, but it's that point where it's like you're and your eyes are starting to close, but then all the lights are starting to like do that diagonal thing in your yeah. eyes and you, you get know. a
1: tunnel vision sort of yeah where you focus on the furthest point of the road yeah and you just like and you're looking gotta way, get there you're
0: looking way out there and you're seeing that like yellow marker way in yes. the distance for some reason there's a bunch in front of you but you're looking at that one way out there yeah. i know what you're talking about <laughs> driving so like so tired and yes. so many hours on the road to the point where it's like i'm pretty sure i don't know if i'm touching the gas pedal because everything from the waist down is numb <laughs> Just the and, way it is for me. And like, oh, my knees are hurting, but I can't move. I got to keep going, you know.
1: A hundred percent. That's exactly how it was. Oh, I know, I know that feeling. Um, but you made it back. Thankfully, made it back. And in time for enough sleep that I could go to school and be okay. But I did take a nap at school for sure. <laughs> in my office. <laughs> I was like, I was tugging. You were like, I can't handle this. No, it was... It was that was a lot of driving. It probably didn't help me as much as I needed it to, because I was driving so much. Exactly. We didn't, we didn't have a long break to do that, but it was fun. I, I really It was a enjoyed fun, it. quick, yeah, trip out in the west. I needed a little excursion,
0: but because I mean, the only next break is Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas, and I can't go anywhere Thanksgiving, and the last- Christmas
1: is my next plan. But the
0: next the we'll fi- the last day of finals is the 6th. Yeah. And then I know that the students come back the 11th of January. So I got some time over Christmas. You got maybe I'll make. If it. you don't come back, if you leave the day after. If you were able to leave the 7th and mm-hmm. come back the 10th. Yeah. <laughs> that's a month and 3 days. So that's like 34 days or something yeah, like that. I don't think
1: I'll stick on that long. But still,
0: you got flat. You're flexible because you have over thirty days worth of time to at least make a full trip
1: or a little bit more. A little but bit I less. still got to be up here until like thirteenth. We got to do grades and all that good stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, got to close down the lab. Now
0: I know the university offices and everything pretty much closes except Starbucks. They're yeah. open for a whole another week after that. Yeah, because
1: we need it. We
0: need <laughs> it. And then you ain't got to worry about students though, because unless the unless they're in at here winter session, which is not a lot, it's yeah. usually online. But unless you got like maybe twenty out of eight thousand students that are left on campus, pretty much everybody goes home for the month. But, that's when you get stuff done, and then that's when the faculty can get lit and yeah. go to Starbucks together.
1: Because well, you get you get to working on something, you get an email from a student. You're like, Feeling sick? Can I make up a test? Like, no. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Why? Well, I don't want to schedule this with you right now. We're like we're like ten minutes before the class. Why are you emailing me right now? Yeah. And I'm like writing up your quiz. I mean, I'll give it to them. I do be writing up the quiz a little bit late, but that's because. But still, that's when I get to the classroom where the computer is. Yeah, and then they're also.
0: Telling you like oh, they're just doing that, not even because they're sick. They're just doing that because oh, my alarm just went off. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna be able to make it, and I don't want to make a automatic F on it or yeah. whatever.
1: If you're sick, you could tell me a couple hours beforehand at least. So yeah, unless you were like unless it. you were like in the
0: hospital and you cannot physically communicate to yeah, me. And there ain't none of that. Exactly, like it's normal. How often do you get a student that's gonna have to go? Like you know, there are people that have to go to the hospital or. Yeah. Like, getting a car crash to where the point they can't come to to the class. But even when I was a student for pre-COVID, from fall of 2018 to the spring of 2020 when COVID started, there was hardly never. Like, there was only one girl, I think, in one biology class that missed. And it was just because she was pregnant and she had a
1: kid while we were in session. No, I've got kids missing for everything. I got, well, one of them is on the track team. So, they go off. Oh, well, that's
0: probably hard when you got sports people. Yeah.
1: I got some football players. Um, you going to have any basketball? I don't know. I might, but well, I don't think I'll have there, any. So. I don't know when basketball season starts. I thought it was in December. I might not have to worry with it. I don't know. You uh, probably – you won't have to worry next, with that until spring. Next semester, yeah. Um but yeah, I've got plenty that'll miss for sports. Um, and that's, you know, acceptable. But then you got some that'll just be like, oh, I forgot.
0: My, uh, no, I didn't know we my, had class. Yeah, I, I didn't remember. I'm at Chick fil A, but yeah. I didn't
1: remember I had class. I mean, you've been going to class for six weeks to this point. I don't know if that's how long it's been. It's probably more than six weeks, but it's definitely more. How are, you, how are you forgetting?
0: Uh, the last day before Thanksgiving break is three weeks from tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we we we're, we're, we're that's the, Thanksgiving, the thanks, That's
0: the Thanksgiving meal, like in a whole semester. There are sixteen weeks in one semester. Golly, we only had nine of tech. It hurts. Yeah, but y'all were in the quarter system. I no, I miss it so much because there were four quarters. Was it nine week a quarter?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're in. But we have a summer quarter as well that we don't necessarily like. I never took a summer class. Okay. I did fall, spring, and winter. Oh, okay, because we only have fall
0: and spring, spring, but it's 16 weeks total with it,
1: which... So you get 18 total out. 18 and then another 9, so 27. So Tech technically goes to school more. Yeah, we get less hours per quarter, though. So we will do about 9 hours per quarter and get 27 hours a year. You guys do about... 12 13 hours I think it like it's that? three hours a class and you're
0: supposed to do 12 is the lowest amount you can do to keep tops
1: okay so you would get four about classes 24 if you're doing yeah just bear if you did but 15... if we're doing bear we get 27 exactly so we can the only
0: way if you took 15 hours which is five classes a semester every semester for four years mm-hmm. you would graduate on time yeah that's if you take no less, you don't fail and you don't take any more most will take more most will take twenty one hours in a semester, mm-hmm. which is seven classes, yeah, which is a lot to put on yourself but also if you do that for a good while, you'll either have, you'll a, have some burnout a, you, a less a lesser last semester or you'll graduate a whole semester mm-hmm. early and do only do three and a half years like I had to do a little over four. Because I was supposed to graduate in the spring, but I graduated in the summer. Because I only had two classes left. I'm like, I'm not going to go in the fall for two classes. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, even, I I think I graduated a quarter early. I had some tops left over. And that was just me doing the bare, bare minimum, given. I do know that. I did have one quarter of engineering that I didn't use any of those classes. Like, I couldn't they were all engineering classes. As like an
0: elective, maybe. I
1: couldn't even do that. I had to go get other electives because they were in a completely different college. Oh, okay. Because at
0: ULM, as long as it's a... Your elective has to be classes that's just not in your field. Mm. Like I'm in... I was in business because I graduated with marketing. My electives were aviation, which doesn't count as business, I guess. And I think... It was a geoscience class where I learned about rocks and formations and stuff like that.
1: Ours might have been like that, and I just didn't get them to count because they were low grades. Cause oh, well, I understand. Hard. Yeah, I but, uh, but that, anyways, anyways, I missed out
0: on a Yeah, that's race. usually the way it works, though, yeah. is that your elective is a class that you take that usually like biology one yeah. or whatever. That way it's just an easy class, or but it dance has to, appreciation yeah, or it, something. Or music or yeah. art or whatever, it has to be something that's not in your field, yeah, that's all it has to be, okay, um and then of course, your university class and all that kind of stuff, so, but yeah, so we'll have a trip from you um if you're on in ten weeks, yeah. I think that'll be in like mm-hmm. January or something around the end of January, beginning of February maybe. So, I have to get another update and then also see how the beginning of spring semester is going. (laughs) So, you're almost the whole semester done.
1: Yeah.
0: How does it feel to have one whole semester almost done as a teacher slash grad student? It's
1: flown by. It really has. um, I just... Tomorrow is November 1st, as of this recording. I barely feel like I've... Done graduated <laughs> from tech. Yeah, let alone I'm in graduate school at ULM, finishing my first semester. One fourth of the way done with my degree. I'm getting old, man. <laughs> yeah, you're getting you're
0: going <sighs> towards masters. I know. And then before and then, you know it, you'll be I'll be uh, talking. Talk, I'll be talking with you, and you'll be like, I can't believe it. I'm almost done with my PhD. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll talk to you after that, and then you'll be like. How am I a doctor? (laughs) I'm only like
1: (laughs) thirty-seven.
0: Exactly on the. I'll probably be like
1: thirty-three or something.
0: Around thirty, something like that. You know, depending on how long that takes. Yeah,
1: just in time for like a twenty-year reunion or something.
0: Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, twenty twenty-eight is our ten-year.
1: Yeah. Well, fifteen, probably fifteen-year reunion. 2032? Yeah. I'll probably have it by then. Okay. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) Uh, I will. I will quote you. (laughs) You'll you'll be like, where
0: the hell is that doctor, John? (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't you doctor right now? Yeah, exactly. Like, I could... like, I will... Yeah, I've been a, I've been a reverend for two years, and you and can't get the doctor. A doctor. Yeah, exactly. Oh I can officiate people's weddings, and you're not a doctor yet.
1: You know, if, if I'm not a doctor, a pilot, and a chef by that age, I've failed. I, <laughs> I think I, I gotta step it up. You know? Chef, doctor, pilot. I'm already halfway to pilot. I'm studying for a, a drones pilot's license. There you go. Well, not halfway to positive. Don't you know?
0: we're... I'm quoting you on so much in ten years. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: And in twenty
0: thirty two, because I'm that's in ten years. I'm pushing for that. You know, it that's is. in ten. We've you know, we've been out of high school for over five years now. I know. I know. <sighs> feel so old and i'm 23 (laughs) i think it's it's possible i'm two years i'm two years away from it being legal that my parents can kick me off insurance dang dude (laughs) like (laughs) exactly you know like i'm i'm old yeah i'm I'm getting to the point it's like man i should go ahead and start drawing social security now exactly (laughs) i need to stay i mean my back hurts like i need to go home you know but we're getting old that's what we're learning we're yeah. getting old you're gonna be a doctor we'll have a sick 10 year reunion I don't even know what we're gonna do probably not even something with the whole class no I hardly doubt it's gonna be it's I just gonna it's gonna be, be like there. yeah cause you're trying to be a doctor and you're gonna learn how to be a doctor and well that'd be in 5 years you'll have your masters already maybe even 2 and you'll be on your way to a doctorate
1: yeah
0: and you'll probably already be a pilot maybe hopefully no I I don't doubt I'll be a pilot by then that, that's, out of those three, that'll be the first one done. Yeah. And then where's the chef fit in? We'll just work on that. wonder line. if you can do that's that. That's a, that's a hobby. I was about to ask something. I was like, well, I wonder if you can get that
1: on, online. I'm sure you can, but like. Do like a Zoom. I don't know if there's a chef's license, you know? You could just like.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, you had, they have to give you some certificate. Then you get the white robe thing that's got your hat. name. Yeah, and the hat. But you have to have your name engraved. Yeah. Or, like, sewn in to it and be, like, John Wright... Mm. Master Yeah, master chef. Or, like, certified chef I doubt we'll get there. Meaning that you could be hired at any restaurant to be a head chef. Interesting.
1: I doubt we'll get there in ten years. Yeah. Because even, like, it, You
0: could even be, like, the head chef for, like, colleges. And they call him the executive chef. Interesting. And you'd be the one to make the decisions and... and, uh, Not design, but basically. You'd design the foods tell the people what to cook and then you would help out cooking and then to have like a chef special like once a week or something like that
1: imagine if I was aviator doctor chef executive of
0: <laughs> <laughs> your do- <laughs> what's your doctor what would your doctor mean uh, probably botany so you got a doctorate in botany you're a head chef
1: and a pilot and you can fly a drone <laughs> no no I'd be flying planes well you can fly a plane yeah we, we ain't going we ain't stopping at the drone you're going for all Boeing. Yeah, I want my own plane. Exactly well. Not a Boeing. Well, I want I want well, a two-engine well, aircraft. If
0: I get become a millionaire and I'm a reverend, I'll <laughs> so be your pilot. You can you can be my pilot and then put it on autopilot and then come cook food for me. Absolutely. <laughs> while in this giant plane telling you about plants. And then this is even if I become like you I would let you become my private chef if I was the president. Okay. All right. So I have sure to kick a,
1: some people out of the the
0: kitchen in the White House. I wonder how much that costs, or how much you would get paid. Probably at least head chef figures. salary for president of U.S. Let's Google this real quick. The White House executive chef. Um, this was in two thousand. Can I give my guess?
1: This was in two thousand five. One hundred eighty-six thousand. Oh, not that. much is it not no it was lower. President's um, the executive is 200,000,
0: right? The president of the United States makes 440,000 a year. Damn,
1: they need to pay those. shows. But
0: they that. don't spend it. Well, Yet, some like, of them don't. The pre- most mostly the president doesn't spend any money cuz everything is bought for him. So yeah. what it's for is that when you, when you're four ye- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you're uh, done either after your four years or your eight years, that's the money you have because you can't work and you're not getting paid. Because as the president, you cannot get there's there's so many weird rules. You get some residual income afterwards. You do, but it's not a lot. It's not. I mean, it is a lot. It's probably like a hundred. It's probably like a hundred thousand or something. Yeah, you write a book. That's millions right there. And then give some speeches, and they'll pay millions for that. Exactly. But the thing is too that if you like, if you get paid four hundred and forty thousand for eight years, that's three and a half million dollars that you're sitting on after eight years of being president. (laughs) But um. The, uh, the executive chef for the White House it's it said around the highest is usually 140000 a year. Okay, that's not bad. It's not bad. It's not great. I mean, well, the thing is, you're cooking for me and my family, and that's it. Yeah. So you're technically, you, you you would just be cooking for the most important person in the country. Yeah. At least it's good. At least it's over $100,000. You gotta be a very
1: trusted dude for sure.
0: Yeah, because I wonder how many times another country has tried to pay off the chef to you, poison the food. Yeah, and you got to
1: taste the food too to make sure it's there not is poisoned. there is
0: a taster. I think. What? So the taster separate from the chef? It's either you. I, and, imagine, like, I imagine. I imagine it's take you, that. I think it would be cooking. you and one of the. Uh, what are the guards called?
1: Oh, the Secret Service.
0: Yeah, I think it's you that's, and a Secret Service. That, believe believe because i mean they're the secret service so they're going to put their life on the line yeah. they would jump in front of a bullet you know yeah so but yeah so and then also that rule of that after you become president you can't drive anywhere
1: yeah
0: i do I know that. that george w bush has his big uh ranch out in texas and he just drives around <laughs> in, in a circle cuz he bought like a brand new ford truck after he got being the president and he said as long as i stay in these gates i can drive around but if we got to go anywhere the secret service and i was like oh that would
1: suck it would but i mean if you get you a nice enough back seat i feel like it'd be but they would take you around in the president car that's the the, they can't take you anywhere
0: else because it has to be a bulletproof car i mean you can make any car bulletproof these days i want one of them cars it's got the uh the back doors or the suicide doors that open backwards, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. I want one of them, like, you know, like, one of them nice high-end, like, Chrysler cars yeah. or, you know.
1: it's a Bentley that's got those Yeah, the Bentley. Doors. Yeah,
0: like, get a bulletproof Bentley. Yeah. The BB. Yeah. Bulletproof Bentley. With the, with the Moonlight, what, no, what is it called? The, the Sunroof?
1: Star, starlight liner? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then have it where the little screen comes down in the middle. Yeah. It's like a privacy screen. <laughs> but it's bulletproof, too. <laughs> yeah, so they, if they, the windshield's bulletproof, so if they make it through that with enough bullets, they have they to go through another exactly. one, which they'd have to shoot, like, a minigun to get through one bulletproof windshield, because it has to take... It would break off the sides before it goes through. Yeah. Like, it's that kind of stuff, so... Yeah, we can spend a whole time talking about that kind of stuff, so... Well... It was nice having you, John. Well, thank you for having me. As always, I'm ready and eager to hear your next trip, your Christmas trip. Of course. Of course, you'll be on, if you're on in another 10 weeks, that will definitely be around the end of January, I'm guessing. Yeah. And I look forward to all of that, and good luck with earning the master's degree. Thank you. And you'll be graduated as a master, if that's what you got to be called, I guess. Master John. You'll be like a and you have your which, padawans.
1: I've already been called Master John, <laughs> which is funny enough. Yeah. That was a joke. Yeah. It was it was a joke at med camps.
0: Oh, okay. Well, was, you now well, hey, it's coming true. It, You're going to be uh, Master John. Yeah. So, but Hey. There you we're, go. we're on the road doing that. Mm-hmm. I'll be walking across the stage finally getting the book at in December.
2: Heck, yeah. I already
0: had, they they, they they mailed me the degree. Huh. I just don't, but when I walk, I have to, I, I get the book. You get the book. I get the, I get an empty
1: book. Yeah. So. They gave us the book, and then they, we went behind stage and we got the actual paper.
0: Oh, okay. Well, normally I think it's just they give you the paper and the book is what it usually is. But since I graduated in August. Yeah. And I didn't walk until December, they were like, oh, well, if you work, you needed this degree. So they'll like mailed it to me the week later. Yeah. Like mid August. And then I'm just gonna go up there and shake Dr. Berry's hand and get an empty book. Nice. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I get the book. So even though I spent eighty dollars on a cap and gown. <laughs> so hopefully this book's worth it. So yeah. so thank you for being on again, yeah, John. Of course. And look forward to you being on again. Absolutely. So thank you. As always, please rate and subscribe, and if you're listening on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe, and click that bell to get notified when new videos are uploaded. And make sure you follow the Todcast only on Instagram at the underscore todcast underscore for all your Toddcast social media needs. Make sure you tell your friends and your family, or anybody really, to give it a listen, and thank all of you for listening to this episode. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, well I guess you're just going to have to tune in to find out. Only on the Toddcast.